This is Cashflow Ninja, episode 157, with Tor Steen. Welcome to the Cashflow Ninja, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Now, here is your host, MC Laubscher. Hello everyone, MC Lobsher here and welcome to another episode of the Cashflow Ninja. I have a great show for you today and at today's show we're going to be looking at what metrics to use and analyze when you're looking at a commercial real estate deal. My guest today is Tor Steen. Tor is a business leader in the internet and software industries with deep expertise in strategy, business development, sales, and marketing for both publicly traded and private enterprises. Tor is the CEO of CrowdStreet, and prior to CrowdStreet, Tor was instrumental in leading the product sales, marketing, and business development efforts for Janrain, taking them from an early stage, rapid growth phases to becoming the recognized leader in the social identity space with a full user management platform and global enterprise customers. He has held senior leadership roles as the Vice President of Business and Corporate Development at WebTrends and Director of Business Development at Earthlink. Tor earned a Master of Business Administration from Duke University and a Bachelor of Arts in Political Science from the University of Notre Dame. Please share your feedback and thoughts with me on today's interview. You can let me know your thoughts on Twitter by tweeting me at MC Lobsher or by email at info at CashflowNinja.com. And please remember to join our mailing list by signing up at CashflowNinja.com or texting CashflowNinja, one word, all capitalized, to 44222. That's two fours and three twos. You can support the show by becoming a patron on Patreon for $10 a month. And when you become a patron, you get access to our private Facebook page and a Cashflow Ninja t-shirt. You can become a patron by visiting CashflowNinja.com forward slash support. Have you read Rich Dad Poor Dad? Are you interested in real estate investing and don't know where to start or to get the results you want? For valuable information to get you started, visit JoinOps Properties at JoinOpsProperties.com. If you're not earning at least 8% on your cash, you do not want to miss the private lending presentation for non-accredited investors done by Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott. Discover how to create an income stream from real estate without the management headaches. You can access the presentation at CashflowNinja.com forward slash private lending. Spartan Invest have a proven plan and system helping investors creating passive income and wealth through turnkey real estate ownership in the exciting market of Birmingham, Alabama. Find out why Birmingham has got it going on, why it's a steal right now, why it's a millennial hangout, a hidden gem, and one of the most exciting investment opportunities you have never heard of. You can download your free report, Five Big Reasons to Invest in the Magical City of Birmingham, Alabama, at CashflowNinja.com forward slash Spartan. 
I've spoken about the most powerful system on the planet, on the show, the banking system. And my firm, Valhalla Wealth Financial, helps people reclaim the banking function within their own lives through leveraging the premium tools and strategies of the wealthy. If you're interested in reclaiming the banking function within your own life and the infinite banking concept, you can access a free webinar presentation at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. Tor, welcome to the show. Thanks, MC, for having me. Glad to be here. Can you please share a little bit about your background and your journey with my listeners? Certainly. So um, I come out of the internet and software space, which I've been in and since 1999 during the, uh, the dot-com era when I uh, kind of got the bug. But really bringing uh, the internet and software to industries that haven't leveraged it. I've worked at companies like AAA.com, uh, Earthlink, if uh, the People remember that internet company, um, but then most recently, software companies like Web Trends and Janrain. Janrain was bringing identity management software to lots of different media and entertainment financial services companies. And so, most recently, I joined my co-founder Darren Powderly to start CrowdStreet, which we started over three years ago, uh, to help transform investing in commercial real estate. So again, bringing the internet not only to the businesses but to really the consumers or the investors. And you mentioned commercial real estate, a very interesting niche within the real estate niche. What makes commercial real estate unique and different from other investment vehicles in this space and also other investment vehicles uh, with uh, comparing it to stocks, bonds, and mutual funds and so forth? Yeah, I think a few things. Well, one uh, is access has been limited. Um, you know, stocks and bonds and mutual funds, you know, consumers, investors uh, have a, a tried and true way over decades of being able to invest into those types of uh, vehicles. You know, commercial real estate for such a long time has been limited to, I'd like to call it the country club money. Um, developers would, you know, go to very high net worth investors, uh, and that they would ask for, you know, minimum investment size of, you know, somewhere 250,000 to 100,000 to be able to participate in the equity piece of that investment. And so that was really limiting. Plus, there was no way to generally advertise or generally solicit that you could actually invest into commercial real estate. It was a really who did you know type of game. And you had to kind of get invited to the table. That all changed with the Jobs Act and subsequently Title II of the Jobs Act that opened up the ability for an offer, an issuer of an investment vehicle to advertise and therefore use the internet. So in 2000, uh, late 2013, um, it really started to open up and CrowdStreet actually launched its marketplace in April of uh, 2014. Um, and so, you know, that's been exciting because I think for the first time we've been able to leverage the internet to allow this asset to become available to investors across the country, regardless of where they live, at denominations that are a lot less than that $250,000. So people can invest for as little as $10,000 or $25,000 into this asset type. And I think what makes it really exciting and what I hear from investors every day is there's a few things about commercial real estate that really differentiate it from some of the other investment vehicles. One is there's cash flow. Right. Most real estate investments on the equity side is a passive minority ownership stake in a hard asset, right? Such as an apartment community or an office building. 
And those that have high occupancies and rising rents are generally delivering, you know, what, what many investors strive for, which is a steady or rising cash flow over time. There's also, like anything else, there's that equity upside. So specific to an equity investment, right? The investors have the opportunity to boost their overall return by cashing in on the property appreciation or the capital gain over time. But there is some differences. There's a depreciation um, uh, line item. And then obviously things, it's a tangible asset. Um, And so, you know, if you're investing in a cash flow income producing hard asset, that's a lot different than say, you know, investing in a startup company. So hopefully that was uh, helpful to kind of differentiate, you know, uh, commercial real estate from from other types of investment vehicles. No, that's great. And Tor, what metrics should a new investors and listeners be looking at when they are considering commercial real estate investments? Yeah, it's a great question. And, and again, because it's such a, a kind of early days in terms of opening up uh, this great asset to you know to really the entire country of investors. A few of the uh, metrics that when they're evaluating a commercial real estate investment are, you know, what is the internal rate of return that's being projected, right? And this is a time-sensitive annual compounded return on the amount of the investment. And usually it's stated by the developer what their expected IRR is on that project. Second key metric to look for is an equity multiple, right? And that's the measure of the total growth of the investment. As an example, a $100,000 investment that grows to $200,000 has a 2.0, you know, equity multiple. And the equity multiples are, are important alongside the IRR because they're not time sensitive, but instead they show that absolute return. So you need, you know, the equity multiple and the IRR together to get an understanding of what your potential targeted return on that uh, investment. Three other ones would be cash on cash returns, right? These are essentially the annual yield on the principal amount of your investment. Look at the net operating income or the NOI. You know, this is an unleveraged uh, operating profit of that property. You know, it's defined as the gross, effective gross income less the operating expenses. And then finally, cap rate, right? It cap rates the annual rate at which the NOI recapitalizes a property. So, for example, a $10 million property with $500,000 of NOI has a 5% cap rate. So these are you know, five of the key metrics that are, um, you know, circle around a commercial real estate deal. What is your philosophical approach to investing in general tour and, and creating and building wealth? Yeah. And I think this is obviously a a well-used term, but it's one that I personally uh, believe in and follow, which is the diversification. Um, And this is, you know, again, partially why I uh, got together with Darren, my co-founder to start uh, CrowdStreet in that, you know, Alternative investments, you know, should be 15, 20%, you know, uh, pick a metric, a percentage of your total portfolio. And many times alternative investments, my option was, you know, besides my stocks and bonds and mutual funds and other kind of uh, market-based investments was to, to you know, purchase a, a REIT stock, right? And that was still beholden to the stock market. It was checking the box for alternative investments, but really being able to invest directly into projects and, and directly into commercial real estate funds, to me, uh, goes a longer way towards true diversification. So it's something that, you know, is tried, is, is, is very important to me. Um, and it's part of the passion and excitement of why, you know, we started CrowdStreet was, uh, was to allow those investors to get access to the third largest asset class in our country, commercial real estate. 
Yeah, and you've touched on CrowdStreet, your company. Can you share a little bit more about uh, CrowdStreet and what value you provide to the marketplace? Certainly. So as I mentioned, we launched our marketplace in April of 2014. And really the, uh, the, the vision around the marketplace was to democratize access to commercial real estate investing. So on one side of our marketplace, we have investor members, consumers, if you will, that come and they register. And number one, what we do is we provide a lot of educational content and articles. Ian Formigli, our VP of Investments, comes out of 20 years of the private equity real estate space. And so he is uh, producing a lot of content to help investors, you know, again, with an asset that they traditionally haven't invested in to better understand the ins and outs of that. The second thing that we do is on that marketplace, we screen the sponsors, the commercial real estate developers and operators. And so our investments team has a deep screening process before any one of those developers ends up on our marketplace with their offering. Only about 5% or less actually make it through to the final uh, goal line there. And then finally on the marketplace, we make it really easy for an investor to compare the investment opportunities side by side, right? They could see a multifamily project in Dallas, Texas, alongside a office complex in Washington, D.C., and alongside, you know, a storage unit in Tempe, Arizona. So again, there's diversification across the entire portfolio, but then there's even diversification in commercial real estate. You don't want to maybe get too long on one asset type or one risk profile or one geography. So really us bringing choice. And then finally, for our marketplace, being able to automate the entire process from viewing the opportunity to actually investing in the opportunity to then actually uh, managing your investment through a portfolio view on the CrowdStreet marketplace. So that's a little bit about the background on CrowdStreet. After a year of uh, launching our marketplace and several really great sponsors that were working with us, we actually launched a software as a service product called Sponsor Direct. It's a white label version of our technology. And we heard loud and clear from the sponsors, the developers that used our marketplaces, not only were they excited that they got introduced to you know, thousands of different investors across the United States interested in looking at their deal and ultimately 10, 20, 30, 50 investors that invested, but they also saw how more efficient, you know, raising capital and managing investors in an online forum can be. And so they license our technology on their own websites today. Yeah, that's extremely interesting. And the real estate crowdfunding space is really, really exciting and interesting, and it's filling up with quite a number of competitors. How do you guys differentiate yourself in this space? You've mentioned uh, some of the software that you have available as well um, as in a, a unique approach. But what are some of the other ways that you guys differentiate yourself and from a marketing standpoint stand out in this space? Yeah, I think one of the key differentiators, and it really begins with a, a very philosophical or strategic uh, differentiator, is from the very early days when Darren and I started uh, and launched the CrowdStreet Marketplace, we truly believe that, you know, if you look at the offline world, and I talked a little bit about, you know, the ways that investments were done in commercial real estate, well, one of the things that happened in the offline world is there were lots of middlemen into this process, lots of um, people that would uh, raise capital for the developer, but the developer would never get to know the investors. And so there were kind of, you know, multiple layers of fee structures, if you will, in this process. And we wanted to 
kind of disrupt that and transform it. And so what we employ is what we believe is the, the, you know, the most unique way to do it, which is a direct to investor model. So when an investor signs up on CrowdStreet and they register and they come in and look at deals, when they ultimately invest, they're investing directly into that, that developer's um, LLC, which is usually the way a, a real estate investment is set up. They're not investing into CrowdStreet who then invested to the deal. And so this gives full clarity and transparency between investor and ultimately the offer of that security, the commercial real estate development firm. There's other firms that, you know, pool investors and then they invest as the marketplace into the deal. And there's some value to that, but I think it's a very stark difference in terms of how we approach the market and, and what we are bringing to those investors, which is that direct to investment. And the second, as you mentioned, MC, is, you know, we took that next step and realized that if we were truly going to help transform this industry, our marketplace obviously will always bring great choice, great access to uh, investors across the United States. And this is great for the investors as well as the sponsors of those deals. But really, a lot of sponsors, you know, have have hundreds of investors they are currently trying to manage on their own that they've worked with for years. And so by offering a software as a service, we're able to enable them to kind of bring their, you know, capital formation processes online. And, and by doing so, many of those sponsors might not use our marketplace today. However, because we're working with them, we believe that, you know, as they get more used to the online medium, that they'll be willing to take one of their opportunities and open it up to, hate to use the term, but the crowd, um, and put it on the crowd street market. You're listening to Torstein on the Cashflow Ninja podcast. We'll be right back after a word from our sponsors. Are you having a hard time finding great investment properties? Unfortunately, the best deals are rarely found locally. Successful investing begins with the right properties in the right markets. Norada Real Estate provides everything you need to invest in the best deals across the United States. Our simple proven system will help you create real wealth and passive monthly cash flow. Learn how to find the best deals by downloading your free copy of The Ultimate Guide to Passive Real Estate Investing at noradarealestate.com. That's N-O-R-A-D-A realestate.com. You're listening to Torstein on the Cashflow Ninja podcast and now back to our interview. Can you give my listeners also an overview just of how your process works and how you connect the investors with the property developers? Yeah, so first, after uh, uh, somebody registers on CrowdStreet.com, um, we do ask them to complete the, um, the question, investor questionnaire, which is the t- typical, are you accredited investor or not? And then what that allows us to do, because many of the offerings are still only available to accredited investors, we don't want to show non-accredited investors um, deals that they can't get into. But once somebody is registered, then they can get access to all of the deals that on the offerings page. And they can see a typical little tombstone, and they can click through to see more details. They'll get all the documents, all the pro formas, the sources and uses of the investment, the cap stack, everything else is at their fingertips so that they can make a really uh, good decision. We'll also... Every new offering that goes live on the CrowdStreet Marketplace, investors will be alerted to a webinar that we hold. It's usually about a week after um, we launch it onto the marketplace. And investors can actually attend that webinar where the sponsor is um, presenting not only who they are and their track record, but they're talking about the specifics of the investment opportunity. So it's an ability for the investors to hear firsthand from the developer 
but also ask questions. And then, you know, what I would love to see is the investor community aspect is investors are learning from other investors. We have many uh, investors on the CrowdStreet Marketplace who are advanced commercial real estate investments, and they tend to ask really the hardball questions, right? So they'll put the developers on the spot, and, they'll, um, and other investors that are participating in that webinar will get to listen and learn um, from those other questions. And then when they're ready, there's a simple invest now button uh, on that specific deal that they're interested in. They put in their investment amount that they're interested in. Again, it can be as low as $10,000. It can be, you know, we have many investors putting hundreds of thousand dollars into these offerings. And then they go through, they e-sign. We have uh, e-signing capabilities, DocuSign's integrated, uh, credit investor verification, and then the funding. So literally they can uh, go start to finish in less than 10 minutes. Very, very interesting. Um, now, how do you guys monetize uh, this this platform? Yeah, good, good question. Um, so we, number one, we do not charge investors. Um, we believe that, uh, you know, there's many other people, financial advisors, wealth managers, people like that, that might charge, you know, uh, percentage of assets under management. And again, we are not the fiduciary. We are not the investment manager, if you will. We are the marketplace and bringing the two sides together. So we don't charge investors to join, participate, or to invest into these uh, offerings. We do charge the sponsors, the commercial real estate developers or operators. They pay licensing or posting fees to be able to post their project onto our marketplace. And then they actually, they, we do charge them an ongoing recurring annual fee because they have to maintain, we maintain uh, the investor rooms so that they can update investors about the investment through the CrowdStreet marketplace. And so that's really providing a service to those sponsors in order to streamline their kind of updates and communication to investors. So all the, all the uh, fees that we charge, the licensing and posting fees are done to the actual sponsor themselves. Now, Tor, another big question that I had is obviously there's big changes in commercial real estate. Uh, there's obviously a lot of things happening to retail with Amazon uh, just exploding and, and taking off um, and other factors that, that play into this. Um, but there's also a huge opportunities with trends, um, the demographic trend right off the, uh, comes to mind right away, uh, where 76 million baby boomers are entering uh, the golden years of their lives and retiring. So that leaves a, a lot of opportunity there. Can you speak a little bit about what you see in the commercial space right now, uh, some of the challenges it faces, and some of the opportunities that you guys see out there? Yeah, it's interesting because you bring up a point right with the uh, in the retail space with a big move to to the online medium. You might say, well, that's you know, is that going to be really bad for kind of brick and mortar, right? And we've actually seen you know certain sectors, for example, industrial has actually done quite well in certain sectors. There's been a couple projects on our marketplace that were e-commerce. Uh, industrial warehouses, distribution warehouses. So it kind of shows that, you know, while one one area might get a little impacted, another could actually start to see growth. And so, you know, on the industrial side, you know, you got to have space to, to, uh, to, to warehouse all those goods and then distribute them. And ultimately, it might be the, uh, the drones that are flying them around to people's uh, front doors. You never know. Um, but really, uh, what you did touch upon, we are seeing, a, obviously, a shift in, in the multifamily space. You know, if you look at the U.S. Census Bureau, right, home ownerships hit an all-time 
high in 2004. I think it was Q2 of 2004 where it was 69.2%. And then it began a pretty significant slide to where it's now actually a 25-year low was uh, last year at 62.9%. And we might see an uptick in homeownership percentage in future years, but I think you know, tighter mortgage underwriting standards, the demographic shift towards preferences in locational flexibility and some residual hangover from the 2008 housing crisis, we're probably never going to get back to that 69%, at least not for a long time. And then you have the kind of the baby boomer kind of selling their houses and downsizing. So um, we are seeing uh, a really nice resurgence in kind of multifamily uh, properties across, across the board. Are there any specific markets across the country that you guys are looking at um, and which brings a majority of the deals? Are you in all markets or is it uh, specifically and strategically targeted? Yeah, we're actually in all markets um, across the U.S. and uh, both primary uh, cities, uh, secondary cities, and even tertiary cities. We have seen uh, a, a real resurgence, I'd say, over the last two years in Texas um, multifamily projects, and they meant, meant mostly were value add, uh, you know, a class B multifamily, maybe a, you know, a garden style 80s vintage uh, that really needed some TLC, uh, you know, developers were, were finding these opportunities, these kind of hidden gems, uh, fixing them up, raising some rents, uh, cash flowing them. Uh, and then holding them for the next few years for, for appreciation. So that tended to be one asset type and area that, uh, you know, was of strong resurgence over the last two years. We also, you know, I, I should mention, you know, besides the type of asset and the geography, looking at the risk profile is also another factor. And, and the real, the risk profiles tend to be considered core, core plus, value add and opportunistic, and then obviously ground up development. And so there is a risk continuum, uh, whereas like a core uh, uh, office uh, project would be that kind of trophy skyscraper that's, you know, high rents, fully occupied, um, doesn't, has very little turnover. And then on the other side of the risk profile would be kind of that opportunistic deal right? It's um, a redevelopment of a project. It maybe has 50% occupancy. It really, you know, uh, somebody has to have a vision about what to do with it. So that opportunistic deal would have a higher IRR um, and probably no current cash yield on it. Whereas that core kind of project would, you know, have a lower IRR, but probably a current cash yield for the investors. So that's, that's kind of another thing we bring to the marketplace is really you know, kind of opportunities across that risk profile, because we do, we've written articles about, you know, how to diversify when you're investing directly in commercial real estate. You know, you don't, it's again, kind of like stocks, you don't buy all small cap uh, stocks, you you tend to blend and diversify and you should do the same thing in real estate. Dr. One habit I've observed from very wealthy and successful people is that they're always studying new subjects and learning new skill sets. What are you currently studying? What are you currently learning? Yeah. So, you know, as an entrepreneur, as a, uh, you know, uh, a founder and CEO of the company, um, you know, I'm constantly looking at ways to help build and lead and manage uh, my teams more effectively. Um, you know, I've been reading some books uh, from some successful uh, leaders uh, and being here in Portland, Oregon, one of them was uh, Phil Knight, the head of Nike. I just read his book recently and, and how they basically uh, built that. From, he built that from the ground floor up with a team and uh, the team dynamics that they had. So, you know, 
I'm very deep into, uh, you know, building a great company and, and transforming an industry. And so uh, as much as I can learn from other leaders who've, you know, quite honestly, they, as we all know, uh, they made a lot of mistakes along the way, um, but they learn from them. And, and how can I um, can glean some, some intelligence from that? And a core message in our show is to leave our families, communities, and the world better than we found it by passing down a mindset, values, and principles to future generations, not just money. So, Tor, if you cannot pass on any money to future generations and we're only allowed to pass on three principles to them to build wealth and achieve happiness and success, what would they be? Yeah, I think, uh, you know, one, one of them is um, – you know, diversification, and this is, you know, more on the financial side, but, um, you know, to truly diversify, uh, you know, the investments um, and and to have a mindset of, you know, staying in the market uh, through kind of tough at times and great times um, and keep that, you know, diversification strategy in mind. You know, I think uh, the second, and this is, you know, a little bit more on the, on the personal front, which is, um, you know, understand, you know, what's most important to you as a, as an individual, uh, besides whether it's your company, uh, building a company, growing a team, um, but, but look at your family and friends around you as well and your support system that can help you, uh, through those times. Um, because, you know, being successful can mean a lot of different things to a lot of different people. Um, and I, I always say, uh, you know, don't necessarily go for the shiny object. Um, it's, you know, sometimes it's hard to resist certain things, uh, but, um, it, and that's not just in kind of financial investing, but that's in, in a lot of different things. Um, you know, think through things, um, uh, consider what the, you know, what the, the end goal is, um, but don't always necessarily go for that, that quick shiny object right in front of you. Tor, how can my audience learn more about you, your company, and stay informed of all of the projects that you're involved with? Certainly. So um, the best way would be, you know, go to www.crowdstreet.com. Um, and as I mentioned, if, uh, if you register there as, a, uh, as an investor member, you get access to all the educational content. You get access to the webinars that we show, um, not just of the developers, but I failed to mention we have an investor orientation webinar we, we host every month. Uh, Ian Formigley, myself, and our investor relations team uh, spend an hour with investor members uh, really helping to educate them more. And then, you know, uh, investors can start to, you know, on their own, the beauty is all the tools are right at their fingertips. They can start to, um, to participate and, uh, and enjoy, again, uh, this asset class that, uh, that for so long has not been accessible to investors. Dor, well, thank you so much for coming on the show and sharing your journey and your knowledge around commercial real estate and this industry and providing so much value for my listeners. Well, thank you for, uh, for inviting me. I really enjoyed it. This is MC Laubscher, the host of the Cashflow Ninja podcast. As you may know, I'm also the president and chief wealth strategist of Valhalla Wealth Financial. We help individuals, families, small businesses, entrepreneurs, and professionals build their wealth outside of Wall Street and help investors maximize the use of every dollar in their personal economy and boost their investment gains. We do this by combining the capital and investments with the financial vehicle of the wealthy according to the infinite banking concept. If you're interested to learn more about privatized banking and the infinite banking concept, you can access an exclusive webinar at cashflowninja.com 
forward slash be the bank. Thank you for joining my guest, Torstein, and myself on the Cashflow Ninja today. If you like what you hear and appreciate what we're trying to build here at the Cashflow Ninja, please subscribe, rate, and review our show on iTunes and share our show with family, friends, and your network. I'm always trying to learn and improve in every area of my life, so if there's any way that I can provide more value to you and serve you better, please reach out to me at info at cashflowninja.com. If you're not a subscriber to the Cashflow Ninja Gushku newsletter, you can sign up for our newsletter at cashflowninja.com or text Cashflow Ninja to 44222. That's two fours and three twos. You can also support the show by becoming a patron on Patreon for $10 a month. When you become a patron for 12 months, you get access to our private Facebook page and a Cashflow Ninja t-shirt. Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott have been in your shoes and have used real estate investing to become financially free. They've designed a system to take any beginner to an experienced deal-making investor in the least amount of time. They offer opportunities from basic education, coaching, bridge loan investing to turnkey investments in the cash-flowing market of St. Louis, Missouri. For more information, please visit joinupsproperties.com or call Jimmy and Bob at 314-799-2247. If you're not earning at least 8% on your cash, you do not want to miss the private lending presentation for non-accredited investors done by Jimmy Freeland and Bob Scott. Discover how to create an income stream from real estate without the management headaches. You can access the presentation at cashflowninja.com forward slash private lending. Creating passive income for you and your family is easier than you think. All you need are three things. The right plan, the right product, and the right turnkey provider. As an investor, you want a safe, profitable, and convenient way to invest your capital without being at the mercy of stock market fluctuation. Investing in real estate in a turnkey way that provides monthly passive income with very low risk is exactly what Spartan Invest provides for their clients. Their mission is to make investing in real estate easy for the busy professional. Spartan Invest help investors create passive income and wealth through turnkey ownership in Birmingham, Alabama. You can download your free report, Five Big Reasons to Invest in the Magical City of Birmingham, Alabama, at cashflowninja.com forward slash Spartan. The wealthiest families on the planet know how to capture their wealth and then leveraging their wealth through their own banking system. If you're interested in privatized banking and the infinite banking concept and learning the premier strategies of the wealthiest individuals and families on the planet, you can access your free webinar at cashflowninja.com forward slash be the bank. That's our show for today, everyone. Until next time, live a life of passion and purpose on your terms. You have been listening to the Cashflow Ninja with your host, MC Laubscher, the podcast empowering and inspiring people to discover how to generate their own income and manage, grow, and protect their own wealth in the new economy. Today's show notes and resources are available on our website, CashflowNinja.com. This presentation is for educational and informational purposes only. The information being presented and considered does not consider your particular financial objectives or situation, and it does not make personalized recommendations. This material is not intended to replace the advice of a qualified tax and legal advisor or other qualified professionals, and you should not use the information in place of a customized consultation with a licensed professional regarding your specific personal financial objective, situation, and needs. 
We believe the information provided is reliable, but we do not guarantee its accuracy, timeliness, or completeness. 